my podcast family and welcome to caregiving is a ministry where we look at the word of god through the lens of caregiving excuse me don't forget to follow me on facebook at caregiving is a ministry all one word today as we continue our study of grief grief we are still in the book of romans today our scripture comes from comes from romans the 12th chapter and the second verse the new american standard bible reads and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is the will of god that which is good and acceptable and perfect the message bible reads don't come don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking instead fix your attention on god you'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it unlike the culture around you always dragging you down to its level of immaturity god brings the best out of you develops well-formed maturity in you my dear family we have studied this particular scripture before in episode 103 as we were looking at the element of the fruit of the spirit goodness and we know that scripture can be viewed from many different lenses and we gain new perspectives on scriptures as our maturity in Christ develops and as our life situations change and evolve so you can literally study the same scripture over and over again each time gaining new insights all that to say that yeah we're studying this scripture again under grief (laughs) this time i want us to to look at it as i said through the lens of grief and we're gonna interrogate it and see how it applies to us and what it has to say so it's telling us not to conform to this world what does our world tell us about death the death of a loved one I think our world tells us that once they're dead, we'll never see them again. That now that they're gone, now it's time to live your life and forget about the past. That death is permanent. That there's no eternity. Good riddance. They've lived their life. I hear people who say, oh, your mother was 93, oh, so she lived so, oh, so that makes it, like that makes it okay in a sense. You know, our world tells us to move on. Or sometimes to stay stuck, that you really shouldn't ever move on. So many conflicting narratives, wouldn't you say, that it can make you crazy. Especially if you don't know who you are in Christ. But that's not us, is it? Absolutely not. Being conformed to this world during grief can be depressing and lonely. People very rarely know what to say and they end up saying something inappropriate most times unintentionally but it only adds to the frustration and anguish that you may feel you know like oh she was 93 well well then it's okay for her to die (laughs) as if some think the grieving process should be quick others think it should take a long amount of time the reality is grieving is a natural part of our existence here on earth and the length of time is only dependent upon us the people who you are. Your length of grief won't be as long or as short as my length of grief because it's you 
and it's me. It's very personal. Sometimes you may be stuck for a while, but for us as believers, we have a solid source that will help us through this very natural process. Now, who am I talking about? I'm talking about the Holy Spirit, the living God that resides in us. We are to be conformed to our citizenship in God's kingdom, which is the opposite of what the world, right? And it tells us, God's kingdom tells us that there is an eternity, that we will see our loved ones again, that we are to celebrate their life, and not just during the homegoing service, but throughout our lives here on, on earth, that we can commemorate them and honor their legacy by living a full, joyful life, and that it is okay to cry in missing them. Today I cried. I donated the hospital bed and the Hoya lift and the inflatable mattress um, pad. And I may not have shared this with you before, but in Medicare, I believe, Medicare, Medicare, um, her policy allowed her to have those things, but you pay a, a rental fee. But if you have the bed over a year, then you now own it. And so we had it over a year, so I owned it. But of course, because of God living in me, I'm not going to try and make a profit from it. It is easier for me to donate it to someone who is less fortunate, who will be in a very real needing sense of, of kindness at that point in time where their loved one or perhaps themselves will need a hospital bed and cannot afford it. And I want to be able to gift someone in that way. So I offered it up donation the same company that I had to rent it from I now offered it up as a donation which I had no problems with but they came and they picked it up today and so now her room is empty and I broke down a little bit but as I've stated crying is cathartic and it's necessary in healing I think it's good that I can stay home and not have a job job other than chat with you and do the episodes right <laughs> When I want to cry, I can do so. When I want to take a nap, I can do so. And what I've decided to do during my grieving process, at least for a while, is to just indulge in what I want to indulge right now. I had a hot fudge Sunday, Monday at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, because that's what I wanted to do. And the Holy Spirit is telling me that it is okay. And it is okay for me to cry. And when I cry and I shed my tears, I know that God is with me and that he's holding my tears in the palms of his hands. They are tears of the realization that my mother is not here with me physically, but there is no guilt. Sometimes people may cry because they realize that they've not done all that they can do for the person who has now passed away. This I caution you to think about. We need to give our roses to people while they're living and not when they're going home. I mean, you can do it when they're going home, but it's so much better when they're living because they can appreciate them. So I want you to think of the people who are in your life, who are, who are in your life that you need to give roses to. They can be physical roses or just to call and say, hey, I'm thinking of you. Hey, I love you. Hey, I appreciate what you've done for me. Do that now. 
to ensure that when your loved one goes home, your tears are just some tears of them not being here physically and that there are no tears of remorse or, 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 or guilt. I suspect that I will always miss my mom, but that I will learn to carry her with me. And when I'm talking to Jesus, I can tell him to tell her hello for me, knowing that with all confidence, I will see her again. And so, as we close this episode, let's remember who we are as citizens in God's kingdom. Yes, we may cry, we may shed tears, but we know where our loved one is, and we know that we will be reunited with them. And we can allow the Holy Spirit to minister to us and help us through this process so that when the world looks at us in our grieving process, it looks a whole lot different than what they are. And then they'll come and ask us why, and we can point them to Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, we realize that everything that happens in our life is either ordained or orchestrated by you. That by our acceptance of Christ as our Savior and you having your spirit live within us, that we are surrendering to you. Not always understanding how you have orchestrated things in our lives. But we don't need to understand. You call us to trust and obey. So even though the process of missing our loved ones can be hard, we don't question you. We don't question the why. We question what can we learn from it and how can we demonstrate to a fallen world that you are a very real God in this circumstance. We ask that you strengthen us as we go through this process. We ask that you allow us to to grieve and we thank you for your Holy Spirit that resides within us to help us shed those cathartic tears of missing our loved ones, but with the reassurance that we will see them again. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now go and find those people who are still on this side of the Jordan and tell them how much you love them. See you tomorrow.